Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 248, and today we'll be talking about Dog Decider from Kirk at the Creek. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So I, I think this is going to be another one of those episodes that feels a little familiar to me, because I, I really like this episode, and I'm pretty sure I talked about it a fair bit when we did our overview of early Craig of the Creek as a whole. A lot of Craig of the Creek typical stuff shows up here, but one thing I don't think we talked about last time was <laughs> how Craig isn't his exactly normal self in this episode, or at least he demonstrates a character trait that I feel like we haven't really seen before or after. Yeah, this is this is one of those episode plots that requires a character to, um, uh, let's just say, have some brain problems that they do not normally have. They justify it with a backstory. So like Craig has a terrible experience by picking the wrong movie, which by the way, I've had the same experience. I picked one time for my grandparents to watch Wolf of Wall Street with me, and I don't know why that was a good choice. It was a terrible choice. And so I empathize with him for that. Your grandparents probably enjoyed it, though. Yes, it just was, I uh, hadn't seen it either. And it was shocking (laughs) when we hadn't, uh, you know, I hadn't watched such an adult film before with my grandparents. So it was fine. But uh, Craig, meanwhile, bored all of his family with his movie choice. I mean, I want to know. I want to know what kind of rental service doesn't offer descriptions of the movies in addition to the box art. I mean, when we picked Wolf of Wall Street, we just picked it based on Leo DiCaprio. So I don't know. You know, Craig just picked his movie based on the cool cover art. Oh well. Yeah. Oops. So I guess Craig has that going on where he just apparently can't decide things, and this could be a recent experience too. So I guess that mm-hmm. helps justify why he's suddenly. But he doesn't, it would be helpful if they'd thrown that in when Craig said, like, if he had said last week, because I don't think he gives us a date. But if it's a recent experience that they could have just looked up on their smartphones what each movie's description was. I'm not, (laughs) that's why Craig's so sensitive about it, because he doesn't know how to make a good choice. He doesn't know that he could have just looked up the descriptions. Yeah. I mean, then again, remember, this is, you know, Kelsey didn't know that she could just, you know, look up on some wiki somewhere what happens to, I'm going to say Yithrith of Scrigith is how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, I'll agree with that. Okay, I, I, I seem to remember Yithrith of Scrigith. And then also that she would definitely be older than 18 by the time the movie came out. Two two facts that I remember we hit upon when discussing that, that <laughs> episode. Yeah, you'll get another point if you can remember what the leader of the Fredites is called in this, because I already forgot. How could you forget Bridget? She is so amazing. Bridget is such a fascinating character. She really makes me think that she could fit in in like a somewhere on the space station. I don't know. Not It's not like an aquamarine vibe, but I just felt like she could fit in with that leadership hierarchy between Holly Blue and aquamarine. Somewhere there, she's just very <laughs> devoted to her cause and serious. I think Bridget would actually fit in very well in kind of the older gem society because that, you know, they're very mystical at that point in time. And I, I can see each of the diamonds having their own imperial cult, which, you know, Bridget could then lead one of the cults for them. That would be great. Well, and much like a terrifying fusion, Bridget has the scary white pupil eyes that distinguish her from the other characters. So she fit in even further. Her character design was very 
unique for this show with the tennis balls and the the dog bones just all over the place yeah that gave me sort of a like human zoo vibe i guess that's where my mind was put because of all that like tribal ish wear but it's not really tribal because it's just all dog basically she's built her own identity around fred so i wonder if fred helped her pick out some of her accessories I mean, it would seem heretical not to. Now, when thinking about Craig sort of having this sudden indecisive curse, is Craig also demonstrated to be the kind of guy who immediately falls for this kind of thing? Like his over-eagerness to accept a solution or to Mm -hmm. dive headfirst into something before really realizing the consequences? I guess that's the thing he typically does. I, I think him falling in with the Fredites made made sense. I, again, I, I think just his amazing indecision in this episode is just, you know, cartoon goofiness, but it gives me a fantastic episode, so I can't complain too much about that. I liked <laughs> that, you know, sometimes you could have made a whole episode about just the, you know, JP arguing about <laughs> getting to shovel, and it could be have been like a feud between friends. So there was something weirdly... I don't know why I feel like this couldn't appear in in another cartoon, but like when that decision just gets made early on and Chelsea just loses, uh, Kelsey just loses, then... There we go. You're getting names (laughs) crazy. I don't know why I said Chelsea. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean... uh, Apparently, I can't decide (laughs) what characters' names are. Yeah, I mean, are we we talking Craig and Kelsey or are we talking Greg and Chelsea? (laughs) Well, yeah, their AUs haven't even shown up by episode 11 yet. No, no, no. Their AUs show up two episodes before this in Monster in the Garden. Oh, man. See, I, I get, unlike Steven Universe, Craig of the Creek, I've watched so out of order that it doesn't really... I can't <laughs> remember the order because there's very few episodes with like linked plot. Well, the I, I, you just have to remember because Monster in the Garden and The Curse are both episodes that were storyboarded in part by Steven Universe storyboarders. And The Curse happens to stand out as episode 10 because I love that episode. And of <laughs> course, I would know which episode number it is. So there we go. Well, yeah, honestly, I should probably just remember whatever episodes are your favorite and then just go from there. (laughs) (laughs) So the point being, I like that Kelsey immediately just loses and also that they find the crazy doll, which turns out not to be from a recent movie that just came out, but from the original version of the movie, which, you know, just blows everyone's minds, but was probably just like an early 2000s film. So (laughs) and, you know, just in case anyone is disappointed that we didn't get a plot centering around the discovery of that ancient artifact i mean we did kind of get the great fossil rush later so they they had something that went in the similar direction they find something cool and have an episode plot around it and i the little subplot that they support this whole dog thing with you know a sort of adult situation which occasionally gets mixed in with craig the creek episodes was entertaining too you know having a guy well the the couple that owns the dog ends up sort of splitting and the hilarious attempt at for craig to try to like pep talk the guy and then the guy's like miserable failure at trying to get his girlfriend back is yeah hilarious. shot down in flames it's gotta hurt I mean, at first I'm like thinking, you know, oh, they should have gone more for an angle where it like actually shows kids a lesson. But I think it was just way more hilarious for the guy to be like, no, you know what? I'm making a decision now. And the guy thinks, you know, after his girlfriend walked out on him that he should ask her to marry him right then and there. And of course, she's like, give me your phone. I'm removing it from your contacts. (laughs) Yeah. And then Craig and the crew just kind of like end the episode too, just being like noping out of there because they're freaked out by uh 
Uh, I just Bridget. Bridget. B R I G I D. It ends uh, with a D, not a T. I really only remember Fred's name because I was mesmerized by Fred the whole episode. I mean, he is a, a fountain of wisdom. I mean, that tongue, very wet, got to count for something. Yeah, Craig really shouldn't have eaten that sandwich after. <laughs> oh, that, on it. that bit with Bridget, like, looking disgusted, but trying so hard to keep a smile on her face was fantastic. <laughs> right, because Craig still made the right choice. Yep, as was the... It, 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 it was less amusing, but still brings a smirk to my face. You know, Craig's obvious discomfort when Bridget is treating him like a dog. You know, that's another fun subversion, too. So Craig will go so far as to eat that sandwich, which is disgusting. But then nothing particularly pushes him to break from being a loyal Fredite, except for the fact that he just really wants the toy, the female dino figure. Rhinelope. Rhinelope, who is very limited edition and who actually dies in the movie, even though I've never seen the movie. Thanks for the spoilers, JP. I mean, you're, you're never safe from spoilers, even when you're watching an unrelated cartoon. Yeah, you gotta stay safe out there, guys. But <laughs> he just kind of picks that toy, and I like that it's just sort of in- internal where he comes up with that solution, but then he gets punished for it. So that's different than like trying to teach Craig a lesson about making decisions. It's just like, no, Craig resolves it himself, but then the Fredites go crazy, and then a dude loses his girlfriend. Yeah, I think the I think most of the choices he was making were between things he really wanted. I think kind of the implication, you know, after the whole, well, I knew he would pick one of these, was that he didn't really want either of those toys. It's just he settled on them as his options because they were both exactly the right price. Apparently, they don't have sales tax. I had the same thought. In the the city? I'm like, how is he able to buy a 1999 thing with a $20 bill? That's like basic economics I learned buying Pokemon cards as a kid. You can't just buy a $4 pack with $4. No. Yeah, two $10 bills. That's right, he had two tens, which he completely didn't read the birthday card at all, which it was a belated card, but still. Yeah, I mean, but he did proclaim her his favorite once again, so. <laughs> Easily bought. Maybe not, $20 is a hefty price. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a big money, especially when you're, I'm going to say elementary school still. We never get an official age on Craig. I feel like we have this discussion every week. <laughs> well, he's not 6 to 11, or I mean, he's not exactly 6 to 11. He's probably somewhere close to 10 or 11. We only know JP's, well, we know what grade he's in, definitively. No, we know he's older than them. I swore we talked about one time that he was older, Yeah, but then we actually did know what grade, but no, we don't. No, we know he's in middle school now. Yeah. Going back to Bridget, my girl, I I like when she goes to confront Craig and Kelsey is like, you know, no one touches the rhino, she said. And, you know, Craig runs off at at Kelsey's insistence, and he's like, Kelsey, you're the coolest. And I'm like, Craig, Kelsey has probably been wanting a piece of Bridget for a long time. This is (laughs) not her doing you a favor. This is her working through some stuff that you've been making her deal with. (laughs) And then uh, as as we see, it uh, mostly turns out to Bridget working through some stuff that she has just recently been dealing with, thanks to Craig. So Craig's been causing both of these girls a lot of stuff. Yeah, Bridget's resolution at the end of the episode is nightmarish, too, when she establishes a new world order. Did we see her carrying that out? I know that I've really failed to see every Craig of the Creek no, episode, I, but she, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> she needs to come back. I, I wish we had seen, like, the Fredites just as a as a group, that, but I, I don't think we see any more of them, which 
I mean, it would make sense that they dissolve since they lost their, you know, reason for existing and their leader is crazy. But I, I just still feel sad that we don't see like Bridget. We we don't see what becomes of her. Like not not even like running around cr- still crazy or maybe she eventually calms down and she just becomes a background character in the creek. You know, something. Yeah, this show doesn't do a lot to maintain the background characters it introduces. There, I mean, there are some recurring characters. There's a lot of episodes like this where I'm wondering if they care about bringing them back up because, you know, even though it's like a slice of life show, you know, on on a like practical real world side of things, you make a character model and design and you kind of want to reuse it. But also like in show wise, uh, like narratively, it just makes sense to you're like investing in seeing these characters once. So it feels bad to throw them away after one episode. Yeah, I mean, these are the kids who are at the creek when you make episodes, you know, it's the kids at the creek who are in it. So, you know, it makes perfect sense that you would reuse characters. It's not like the characters are flying from planet to planet every day. They're playing with the same bunch of kids every day. It's like what makes the other cartoons successful too. You know, when I think of Adventure Time, Steven Universe or anything else, like as that cast of characters expands, you also care about that expanded cast. You don't just care about the main cast. And it's interesting to see them develop and change or not change and and stay rooted in something over time. So like getting the sense that the creek has all these kids in it all the time, we get some of that, but we miss a lot of characters. And, you know, I think I've brought this up before, but in our future where there might be more creek wars, we may see the mm-hmm. return of a lot of characters reuniting, but it won't be the same because, you know, yeah. like, do I want a Craig of the Creek episode where Craig and the crew <laughs> try to convince Bridget not to be a sociopathic cult leader? <laughs> like, I don't know if that would really be entertaining or not. Uh, they have better writing sensibilities. They, so. can, they can do something with her. Like I said, just have her in the background being a nuisance. Or again, have her in the background being ordinary. And then we can figure, oh, she came to her senses eventually. Just, right. Even if they don't want to tell the story, if they can't figure out how to do it well, they can still show us the, the conclusion. And I don't think the conclusion is that she moved away. I mean, it could have been. We don't I know. mean, maybe. I don't want to use this excuse more frequently in the future, but I'm going to say right now, the Crewniverse wrote way too many episodes featuring Ronaldo, and I want other crews to just write their characters normally. And, you know, if the Crewniverse can write a million Ronaldo episodes that I didn't want to see, then surely the Craig of the Creek crew can um the Creek crew. Oh, there's got to be a shortening there. I think they're the crew of the Creek. Oh, that's so obvious. I'm so dumb. Is that their Tumblr name, though? I believe so. <sighs> Just like Stephen Universe is the Stephen Universe Tumblr name. Crew of the Creek is so smart. And then you have We Draw Bears, or I guess I would say They Draw Bears. They say We Draw Bears. That one's completely acceptable. I don't want them to feel bad about their name. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Very harsh, David. Very harsh. I mean, We Draw Bears is fine, but... Crooners, Crew of the Creek, it feels a lot better. Yeah, well, I mean, not everyone's series name lends themselves perfectly to that. Yeah, I'm really trying to think of a better We Bear Bears. We... Mm. <sighs> nope. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. Like I said, it's fine. It's good. Yeah, I might have to go consult Fred after this. Although he's yeah. gone. I mean, he's uh, Fr- Fred's gotta be somewhere, right? You can neither, you know, create or destroy mass energy. 
<laughs> so he's somewhere. I mean, he is l- literally scientifically somewhere. Although actually, metaphysically, perhaps he's not. He isn't real. I don't know what level you want to go. Show level, real world level. This I is mean, getting... th- there has to be a physical model sheet somewhere. <laughs> the physical model sheet of Fred lives on. Yep, and again, they they can neither create nor destroy that mass energy. So no, but they can I- destroy the identity of that paper. Although let's not get into what identity is. So <laughs> anyway, um, the Fredites are disbanded. Craig is no longer indecisive, meaning this character arc was purely for an eleven-minute entertainment and not for any meaningful insight into him, except supporting his maybe personality of diving into things before thinking about them all the way. And that kind of, that's Dog Decider, I guess. I really liked it. I, I wish I wish we saw what became of the Fredites. I mean, you assume they disbanded. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Yeah, I really enjoyed the character of Bridget and just like the concept of these kids forming a cult and <laughs> taking advice from a dog. And the fact that the homeowner knew about it and he was like, quit worshiping my dog is pretty hilarious. That was pretty funny. Oh, well, guys, that's been us on Dog Decider. Uh, Join us next week. You may be aware that there was an announcement about the Steven Universe movie is going to be a musical, so uh, we'll have some thoughts about that next week. Hopefully all of us. Get hyped. Hyped. Anyway, until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Uh, Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.